many of us, we have so much we want to accomplish, right? And as the New Year's rolling in, I know today just happens to be New Year's Eve, or maybe it is already for some places. And even though that's not like something I personally celebrate, at the same time, I know the whole world is kind of in that mode, right? And so um, this is probably the last podcast we'll do on this type of topic, but I wanted to just say, I know sometimes it's really hard with the life balance to know what to put first, what to prioritize, you know? So I'm going to share some of the things that I used in the past to help me focus on like what those things are that I'll put this year in the front and what I'll put like a little bit to the side. I have a secret. I have the questions to ask yourself in order to determine what to prioritize right now and kind of like how I have done it and chose for my resolutions and things like that. Sometimes those resolutions come during Ramadan. Sometimes they come during other parts of my life. It is never a particular time to make a resolution to stop doing something you shouldn't be doing and to start doing better. That can just come at any time. So never let anyone hold you back or never have a time restraint. But yeah, I'm going to share those questions and they're going to surprise you on the twist I'm going to take with this one. Let's do it. Hey sis, before the podcast gets going, I thought I'd give you a two-minute reminder on some upcoming free events and learning experiences that we'll have here at Mindful Muslima that you are not going to want to miss. Okay, first, back by popular demand, our Muslim Marriage Lab is reopening. It's our free class and program where we talk you through how to find a spouse by the Quran and Sunnah. Now, a lot of people ask me for who it is for. It is definitely for single women looking to marry for the first time or women who are previously divorced looking to remarry or at least understand what it takes to remarry so that when you are ready, you know how to do it right and avoid common mistakes. Everyone inside learns how to find their, how to know their rights with their parents, the guy and his family, how to tell if you're ready for marriage, who the right guy is for you, get the top questions to ask a spouse, how to spot red flags, issue with his family, where to find him, how to deal with dating apps the right way, all the steps of the progress from, um, you know, the whole process from engagement and marriage and beyond. There's a ton more. I even tell stories about how I marry my own kids. This is the free class and program that only opens once or twice a year, and it's about to open again, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, the third week of January. So get on the wait list so you're the first to get alerted and get a seat before we're filled to capacity, as we often do. Link in the show notes. The second one is our wait list is now open for our next book club. So many of you love it. The next one is reopening in February. We also get a ton of signups for that. So definitely snag your spot in the link in the show notes below for that. We'll be um, announcing the name of the next book we're going to do soon once you're on the list and then you'll end up getting an email. Okay, lastly, if you are in our private membership, our international sisterhood, Thrive Muslima, and yes, this is part of your package for free. Don't forget that our mentorship program registration is open for about a week from January 9th. And for those of you who have never done it, you get small group weekly meetings with my team on how to improve your life balance and the tools to do it. You're given everything and even feedback weekly on how you're doing and what you can do to do even better. And not only do you get personalized attention and follow-up, but you're also joined with other Muslimas who have the same goals. So if you would love guided motivation and support for any issues with procrastination, all that, this is a place to get help and support. This is one of the best ways in real time live. Our next six-week cycle is about to start, so don't miss out for all the Thrive Muslima members. Um, more details are inside of Thrive Muslima on the platform, or you'll be getting an email email, no worries, inshallah, business ta'ala on how to join. And if any of that sounds good to you, sis, and you don't know how to access the show notes in the podcast, no worries. Just DM me on Instagram at mindfulmuslima and I'll help you out. 
Okay, let's dive into the podcast. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week. I don't know, guys, I'm having such an amazing week. I feel like every day, I know this sounds crazy, I'm on the verge of almost crying. And not in a bad way. Like, I've been just immersing myself in so much silence. I think that's why like, I've still been on Instagram, but um, probably a lot less like face to face. You'll probably notice because I've really been savoring the end of the year and just sitting with myself as much as possible. Over here in the US, like a lot of the schools are closed and things like that. So it lets everything slow down a bit. It's not like the holiday time means anything to me. It's not what I'm inferring. I'm just saying like it lets it slow down where it's very hard to have your normal schedule because a lot of things are closed and, you know, all the lines outside are crazy or the malls are packed and things like that. So I avoid all that and I kind of stay in even more. And so it really has let me sit with the Quran, sit with Allah and just reflect on so many things. But today, I think you're really going to like this twist we're going to have with the podcast. I'm going to share with you a very different twist on how to have your best year in 2022. It's something that I don't think anyone's quite doing out there, but I think you're going to love it because it's going to secure your dunya and your akhirah. It's going to secure your your life in this, you know, life and in the next. And there's this connection we're going to make. And that's what we do here, right? We're always helping women grow and thrive. We're bridging the gap between your Islamic identity and your modern life without compromising a thing. And that's what we're all about. So I'm going to tell you my secret and how I do that. So I'm going to open up my notes right now. I'm going to share with you exactly how I'm approaching. Now, many students are nervous for exams in their life. I have a lot of university students always like, sis, how do I do this and that? And coming up, yeah, in the new year, you're going to see a lot of like how to eat healthier, how to do studies, how to do like all that great stuff to get yourself going. But a lot of us, you know, we have fears about exams or questions. But you know what? I want to talk today a little bit in relation to this about an exam we will all face, whether you're a uni student or you're a regular just mom or single woman out there not in university, it doesn't matter. We're all going to face this exam that will show if our goals for this year for life were fully achieved. But the key here is to make the right goals for yourself. If we really want to make goals that will truly give us happiness in this life and the next, We should know that there are a couple very specific questions that will help us to prioritize what we need to focus on in 2022. So let's get into what those questions are. What questions will help us to determine what to prioritize in 2022? How do you know? And and literally what will be the key to helping you have the best dunya and akhirah? I got those questions for you. So let's get right into them. So first of all, when all of us go to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day of judgment, he's going to ask us very specific questions. Now, I'm going to review them today, and we're going to learn how to make a connection between them and our life priorities right now. And you have so many things you want to achieve, I know. I know so many things that you want to fix, you want to get rid of, I know. So let's talk about what those questions are and how they can help you prioritize where you want to put your energy in 2022 in the best way. So for the first question that all of us will be asked by, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right, will be pertaining to our prayer. We will go through a very thorough and agonizing, precise questioning about every bow, every prostration, every wudu, every time we make ablution, if we did it right, if we did it rushed. Every single khushua or every single concentration or loss of focus, the time of our prayer that was prayed, or if it was delayed. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said the first thing 
man will be asked about on the day of judgment will be his prayer. And if the prayers are complete, the rest of his actions are complete. And he would have been successful. However, if his prayer is lacking, he has been ruined and unsuccessful. However, if there's a deficiency, alhamdulillah, in his salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask the angels to look to his optional prayers to patch up his deficiencies. So sisters, let's prepare for this question. Let's prioritize prayer and let's pray extra just in case we might be lacking, right? Number two, another question we're going to be asked that's going to help us to understand where we need to put our focus. And I'll talk a bit more about like the prioritizing and how to do it exactly towards the end. So stay to the end. All right, now let's go into question number two. It's quite interesting. Now, when I learned about this question, it shocked me. And it shocked me because I originally thought I understood the question, but apparently I didn't. I misunderstood. And I'll explain that in a second. But we're all going to be asked about question number two, what we enjoyed in this life. Now, yes, if someone is doing haram, they obviously will be asked about the haram that they did. So a lot of times when people hear this question, you know, with the enjoyments of the world, and they're like, well, alhamdulillah, you know, I'm good. Like, I, I do this, I, I'm this way and that way. That's for the people who are really messed up. Oh, no. That's what I realized. Years ago, I was wrong about this question. And I'll explain to you right now. Check this out. Obviously, you're going to be asked, makes perfect sense on the haram, right? Like if you're texting guys, you shouldn't do. If you're listening to types of songs, you shouldn't be listening to. If you're going to particular gatherings or parties that are mixed or talking badly about another sister behind her back or, you know, treated another person in such a way, horrible curse words, whatever it was. But there's this other level, like that's the obvious questioning. And I know that still is scary for many people, but there's beyond that that I didn't realize. And I'm going to share that with you today. So beyond that, you know, we're not considering some other things. On the day the court, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will be asked about every single micro blessing. He will be asked about the blessings he enjoyed. But do you get that we're not just going to be asked about when we enjoyed as in the bad stuff? We're going to be asked about what we enjoyed as in the good halal stuff. And that is equally as scary because you know how many things and how many people we have in our life right now that we might be neglecting. And, you know, it could be, you know, the fact that our children are blessings and we're neglecting them. We're not really being the right type of parents. We're not really as good as we should be. Or maybe it's our parents. We're not really as good of a daughter as we should be to them, you know. Or maybe it's the way we treat our sister or cousin or that random person, you know, at work or at uni or, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people and relationships we're going to be questioned about. But wait, hold up. It gets even deeper. We're going to be asked about every single thing we own that was a gifted blessing. See, when, gifts are not just like things people give you. Everything we have in our room, in our desk, in our drawer, in our cabinets, in our closet is a blessing and a gift. There are people in the world starving and, and in ruins, have nothing. And we have all of this in our apartment or our house. That, and, you know, still many of us, we feel like, you know, we don't even have as much as that person. So ours is not that bad. But here's the deal. We're going to be asked about every item. I mean, like, open your closet right now. 
You're going to be asked about every single article of clothing and if it's being used or not. Every single book, if it's actually being opened and read or not. What about the Quran? What about the complete neglect of that blessing? You know, that is what I discovered. Like I at that time thought I was safe a long time ago when I learned this because I was like, you know what? I'm not doing really bad things. This question must be for sisters who are, but no, it's not about just doing bad things and being asked about those pleasures. It's about the pleasures of the halal. And if we're really, really valuing them and we're grateful for them, we treat them the right way and we're, we're utilizing them. Like, I want you to like, think about like all your kitchen appliances. Did you really need all those? Or do you have like drawers full of stuff you don't use? What about all the makeup you buy? Like the bags and bags of makeup or drawers or whatever. Or if makeup's not your thing, maybe it's clothes. Maybe it's books. Maybe it's like 80,000 pens in your drawer. Like everybody has their thing, right? Do we really need all that? And we're, Allah's going to pick up every single one and ask us about it. So the more we have, the more we're going to get asked. And those things each are considered a blessing, every micro blessing. And it gets, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. But that's what I discovered. And I thought I was safe, you know? So it's, we have to be really careful that everything we're buying, you know, are we overindulging on Amazon, you know? Whether it's the shoes or the bags or the, whatever we don't need, every single thing is a blessing. Every relationship is a blessing. And when I realized that, I was in complete awe and it made me look at my life and how I'm living it so differently. And you know what motivated me to do that? Like that was the year where I minimalized for the first time. You know, everybody talks about like minimalism and like, you know, like all oh, that sounds nice. And I'm not talking about severe minimalism. You guys will know for if you've been on our website, we have like this free downloadable where it's about how to do Islamic minimalism, like within the light of Islam, not like, you know, that stuff they do outside where like, you like pray to items and like you thank items. Like, no, no, no. Like we're doing it with the Islamic twist. We got to be really, really careful that we don't involve shirk in the things that we do. And so we tell you how to do it the right way, right? And so I really, really went into it that year and I did it step by step. And then I went and I put it in there for the PDF for you guys. If you want it, it's there. It's free. It's totally free. But that was the year that like, you know, like you want to do that stuff, but you can't get yourself to do it. Like when I realized it, that was the year that made me like, whoa. I need to get rid of some of this stuff. I don't even need it. It's actually like a burden at this point. Like, don't get me wrong. It's really hard to part with things. But I'm telling you, if I'm going to get asked about every single thing, then I'm sure there's things in my apartment or my house or whatever that I really don't need. I have way too many of and I'm totally not using and I'm going to be asked about them. So I purged my closet. And you know what? It felt so good. I was like, wow, now I only have exactly what I use, exactly what I need. That feels really good. It was really like scary to do it. And I thought it was going to take me like days and weeks. And I was like, I can't do it. It's going to take too long. And I actually went there. It took me like two hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about this for like two years. And it took me like two hours. That's so sad. This is such a burden lifted. It felt so good. And so these are the things that ended up motivating me to finally get myself organized. And you know, Whatever it is, in the kitchen, or I went in my room. I went from room to room over a period of days or weeks, depending. Like, there's two two or three different times in my life where I did this and I did it again. And in the minimalism thing that we have in there, you guys, you could do it, like, day by day. Like, day one, just do your underwear draw. It's hard for me to be, like, lewd or anything. You know, you know, day two, just do your sock draw. Like, it's very minimal, and it feels good. You're like, all right, I did that little micro step. And that's all you need. It's baby steps, guys. It's not like this big, full-blown, like that stuff. 
Don't do that to yourself. Don't stress yourself out. But you can do these little things and they have a huge impact, right? And so these were the things that motivated me. And maybe, you know what, in the Ramadan coming up, you know, you can focus this year for the first time on really being grateful. Really, be, And what does that look like? That means everything I own. I need it and I don't need more than what I need. And that's it. And, and maybe that's part of it for you. Maybe you want to set a goal for yourself to purge some stuff before Ramadan. You know, like whatever it is. But I'm telling you right now, if we base our real goals based on these questions, we are, we are setting ourselves up for success. Because Allah will said, he said, if you're grateful, I will give you more. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to give you more stuff back from Amazon, right? It means I'm going to give you more like increase your life in value and whatever that means for you. He knows the depths of your heart and what you really need. Maybe that thing that you really want is being withheld because of your ingratitude, because of my ingratitude. So it's a way to just like open the floodgates for barakah and mercy and rahmah from Allah. If you're struggling in your life right now with something, maybe Allah needs to see from you that gratitude in other ways like this. Then it'll bring so many more things in your life, right? And so on that day, like I said, we're going to be asked about everything. And, you know, it's it's really something where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to just look to every single thing. And so why not make sure that we're only asked about the things that we have and the things that we need. So having money means being questioned. You know, they said a person who has two dirham will be questioned more than a person who has one dirham. Subhanallah. So let's just keep this in the back of our mind and make sure that everything we have is really necessary and truly sincerely um, being used by us and serving a purpose. Now, just ending with here, the questions three, four, five, and six and seven are, are found in a very specific hadith. And they focus on the person's life, youth, money, knowledge, and application. Now, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said it was narrated in Imam al-Tirmidhi on the authority of um, Ibn Mas'ud. That man will not move from the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until he's asked about five things, right? So after that, we're asked about these things. His youth and how he spent it. How are we spending our time, sisters? Are we procrastinating? Are we giving the majority of our attention to our phone while we say, we're oh, time is so short, we're so busy? While we pray late and we don't even get things done in our to-do list? Are we watching things we shouldn't watch and wasting our time doing that? Or listening to things we shouldn't and then claiming we don't have time? You know, our youth and how we spent it. And by the way, youth is like considered 40 and under. So you're still youthful. Our money, how we acquired it, we're going to be asked. How and how we disposed of it. So how our money was acquired and how we disposed of it. Okay, maybe you're getting it a halal way. That's great. But what are we spending it on? Are we buying things that we don't really need when there are people in our ummah starving? Like, are we being excessive in some ways? And the last one there, um, you know, that I'm going to mention on with knowledge and then so and so forth is how the knowledge we have, how have we applied it? Do we listen to things from other people, scholars, books, podcasts, YouTube? We get inspired but then we don't actually do those things. We do something else. We're going to be asked, you know? So all these questions, you know, and there are more questions, three, four, five, six, seven, if you go into the hadith deeply, we're going to be intricately asked about. And number eight, we will be asked about our limbs and how we use them. Now, I know many of us will not want to be asked about that. Every, and this is the scary part, sisters. I remember I learned this a long time ago. Every single body part will speak for us. It will not even allow us to speak. Like, it's not like Allah's going to question us and we're going to speak about what we did with our body parts. No. Our body part will speak on our behalf what we used it for so that we cannot sugarcoat 
whatever we did. Make it sound better or not as bad, you know? Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from ourselves. And each and every limb will have this, you know, it has an absolute privilege. Our limbs are gifts to do good works with and, and have we done that? That was their original intention. Like Allah gave us arms to do good things with them, to worship him and to do good deeds. Or our legs to, to take us places, our feet to take us places that are good. You know, are we using every limb? Are we using our eyes to look at good things of benefit? Our ears to hear good things of benefit and then use our limbs to do good deeds based on these new things that we're acquiring and learning? Are we doing something else? Our limbs will speak on our behalf. He has gifted them to us and it is Allah's right to ask us about them. So now my goal here in this podcast as I'm coming to an end is not to overwhelm you, okay? It's to help you prioritize your goals for 2022. I know this is probably a very different podcast than I usually put out, but it's because this is the real deal, guys. And maybe you feel like, wow, this is so much for me to tackle, but it's not. It is, but it's not. <laughs> I want you to put these things in the front of your mind so that when you're making goals, you can make sure that you're working for what will be fruitful for you and that when you show up with a law, I don't want you to pull this energy in like goals and goals and classes and courses and things you're trying to do. And then you show up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bankrupt. You know, everybody thinks they have another two years, five years, 10 years. Allahu alam, sisters, there's a lot going on in the world right now. People are getting sick and things are changing like every day. If we never thought to get our act together, honestly, this is the time. There's a lot going on in the world. Do not take every day for granted and assume we will have tomorrow, right? And so, you know, just maybe the majority of your effort right now, you're putting on like university classes. Okay, that's great. Okay, yeah, Allah's going to ask me about my knowledge. Yeah, I'm acquiring great knowledge. Okay, yeah, but are you neglecting other stuff, other micro blessings, while focusing all your energy there. The majority of time I see sisters focusing their energy in one place a lot, their career or their studies and totally neglecting relationships and other things. Their, their time management is poor. The way they deal with their kids is not the best. They got problems with their husband that are unresolved. Like they don't make those in the forefront and these will be axed before our careers and before our uni studies. Did you hear me say uni studies in my questioning? No. You heard me say knowledge, but it was one of many things. And what was the first one? Allah says, and Rasul said, the prayer, if it was good, then you will be successful. And if it was lacking, you will be ruined, ruined for any question after that. SubhanAllah. Let's prioritize, sister, as we make those goals. And each year is a gift. So sisters, every year is another chance. This will be your best year ever. If you, instead of thinking about what I said and being like, oh yeah, I'm horrible. Nope, that's not where I'm going with this. Don't you dare do that to yourself. You are great. You were destined for greatness. Allah doesn't make mistakes. You might've fallen a bit off the bandwagon, but that's okay. That's why we're here to pull you back. That's what we do with women. We don't want you to scold yourself and feel bad. We want you to pull yourself back and go, subhanAllah, I didn't know this, now I know. Or I forgot about this, now I'm reminded. And then have your best year by re- prioritizing by putting yourself back on track. We're here to support you. We're here to help you. You guys know we have all types of things to do that. For example, I told you guys in Thrive, we have the mentorship. If you're a person like really, really you struggle to do that stuff by yourself, hold yourself accountable. You get unmotivated. You procrastinate. We get it. 
But that's why you're supposed to surround yourself with people. That's why I made Thrive Muslim as a private um, place. And we had to make it private, guys, because, you know, I do have some public Facebooks and things like that groups. But here's the thing. I can't control what everybody says in there. I can't control the quality of women. You can only do so much. But in my private community, I control the quality of women. No one mistreats anyone. I will not allow it. I will not stand for it. Why? Because I'm going to get held accountable. You see this thing about question number two? Oh, that's on me. I have me and every woman I'm helping. I will be asked about every blessing, everything, every person, every relationship that anyone who sought help from me, I will be asked. That's not easy. And I want you to put the connection between like accountability. So for me, I take it really seriously. I make sure women have amazing environments because it is on me. And so I love to create those environments and they're there for you. You do not have to do it alone and there's no reason. So if you want to, if you have a struggle with that, tell me. I know Thrive is closed, um, but inshallah, we're going to be reopening around the time of Ramadan. But if you have any pressing issue in between, then you can always DM me. But we have that. We have the mentorship program. So if you guys are already in Thrive, the mentorship, you can join in there. It's, the um, registration is open, like I mentioned. And so inshallah, I think it opens January 6th is when we're going like, to officially open it or something. It's whatever I said in the uh, in the intro. And so inshallah, get help. Figure it out. But you deserve to have your best year. And only you can do that. Only you can do that. And you know, like I said, what motivated me was hearing these things. It made me feel like, oh my gosh, I can't waste another thing. It made me not want to have things in my house. It made me like, you know, subhanAllah, it made me take stock of myself. And that's what we hope for all of you. We hope for all you. to And, and like even with the minimalism thing, within 30 days, I had my whole stuff cleaned. And if that's too short for you, you can even stretch it like one week. I'm just going to do one thing until it's all done. Just make a little micro goal for yourself and you're going to be fine. But all these things we're constantly making easier for you to do in your modern life because these are real things that we hear our sisters struggle with. And I want you to know that it it is totally possible for you. Do not put yourself down. Do not knock yourself over these things. But now take this knowledge and do something with it. Don't be like that person like like they said in the hadith who has knowledge and doesn't apply it. Don't take this information and do nothing. Take action. How can you take action? I told you. You can prioritize. Make a list for yourself. Okay, my salah, this year I'm going to focus on the salah. Or you're like, you know what? I don't know what to do. Call us. DM me. DM me on Instagram. Schedule a 15-minute free call. You know, if you're in Thrive, get in that mentorship. If you want to know more about Thrive because you feel alone and that's your weakness, DM me. We'll talk about it. But the point is, do something. Because Allah will ask all of us for everything and these are questions we have to prepare for, and these will help us know exactly what to focus on in 2022. I hope that helped. I love you guys for the sake of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you the barakah of this year, and may it be your best year ever. Talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.